Humans are like books, but what you say about yourself is your story. Hi and welcome to the latest and greatest of the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your boy, Harvey motherfucking Hook. This podcast is going to be about why your self-talk is incredibly important. You know, and you might say, but Harvey, aren't you a, a dating and relationship coach? Aren't you meant to just tell us what to do and what to say and all that kind of stuff? And I go, no. I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff anymore. In fact, if you've worked with me, you know that, honestly, the thing that really fucking annoys me is actually having to tell people what to do and what to say. Because in the end of the day, the person on the other end hasn't really learned something. They've maybe learned a new line. They've maybe learned a new, you know, like a text message. They've learned a new date idea, which is all good. It's all good, but it's not great. And so after a while, this has been a while ago, but after a while, I dedicated my life to what I call inner love. So there's outer love, which is the what to say, the what to do, the what to the be, so to speak. But more importantly, there's inner love. There's how you feel, what you think, your mindsets, your emotional vibrations. And I find that inner love, focusing on inner love, focusing on who you are, what you're feeling, is so much important for your relationships. Is so much, it's, it, it literally and metaphysically shits on the, the dynamics of the relationship because when you focus on yourself, when you focus on how you're feeling, when you focus on who the fuck you are, you often find what to do, <clears throat> sorry, you often find what to do and what to say and what to be and all the out of love stuff, it comes into what I call automatic alignment, automatic action, automatic, it's just an idea, it, it comes to you, in, it's inspired by you, you don't necessarily have to worry about what to do because you're already living it. And so that's why today we're focusing on your your self-talk about what you what you say about yourself. Are you your own best friend? Are you not? Because I often look, some someone asks, you know, your partner might come up to you one day and say, I just want to know that I'm the most important thing in your life. And it's your responsibility to say, you're not. I'm the most important thing in your life. Not me, Harvey, but you. You have to say to your partner, I'm the most important thing in my life. And you're the most important thing in your life. And together, we can create something amazing. Because it's too much of a burden. It's too much of a burden for someone else to be responsible for your happiness. Because your definition of happiness changes from a day-to-day basis. It's a moment-to-moment basis. It's a a second-to-second basis. Ooh, you want the pizza. You want to run. You want to lose weight. You want to dance. You want to sing. You want to laugh. You want to joke. You want to lie down. You want to cry. It fucking changes moment-to-moments. So if you don't even know what the fuck's going on in your mind, how can someone else go what the f- know what the fuck's in your mind? Like, it's just a fucking fool's game. And if we flip it, you trying to make someone else, trying to prove to someone else, trying to fool someone else into loving you, or manipulate or try some outer tactic without the inner love, 
without the strong foundation, it's almost pointless because it's the same thing. You try and please someone, but they, like you, are a constantly shifting and evolving human being. It's almost like every time you try and please someone, they they move a little bit step further away. They move a step further away. They move a step further away. It's like it's an impossible game. So why not just try and please yourself? Why not just make yourself happy? Because when you make yourself happy, only then from that foundation can you really make other people happy. Can you really help other people? Can you create your own fucking pocket of the universe and from that place make that that pocket that is your section of the universe so warm, so sweet, so enjoying that it's almost impossible for other people to not want to be a part of it. Because it's so joyous. It's so exciting. It's it's just conditioned to be wonderful. So the reason why today we're focusing on your self-talk, the reason why we want to pay attention to this, the reason why we want to fucking, like, put a fucking dagger in this topic is honestly it's because most of you people most of you people listening to this podcast and in fact i would argue that if there wasn't something to learn in here from me from this podcast you wouldn't be listening to it you know so that's a fair assumption because i don't listen to anything that i don't necessarily want or need in my life And if you're listening to this, maybe there's something that you know that's in it for you. But I find a lot of people just get so down on themselves, so deep in their fucking negative talk that they've been conditioned to be that way and they just don't know what else it's like. You know, when I I personally, just in my own life, as a side story, which is still a good anecdote, you can get a lot out of this, when I, when I shifted my mind from being uh, looking towards the negative towards looking towards the positive, there was a short period of time where I just did not know what to talk to people about in my own life, in my private life. I just didn't know because I was so used to talking about the negative stuff. Oh, I'm just trying to get out of bed on time. Well, you know, I keep trying to lose weight, but I just can't do it. Oh, business isn't going so good. Oh, I tried to do this, but I failed. You know, it allows you to connect with those people. You know, and it gives people talk. It's like negative stuff gives people stuff to talk about. But guess what? So does positive stuff. When you have positive stuff in your life, when you have things to share, things to laugh about, things to love, you eventually become sensitive to it. And you also connect with those people who are also sensitive towards that. They, they are, it's like, it's like, it's a beautiful thing where when you're living in your positive, when you're living in your, your dream state, your beautiful state in what you want, you then are able to connect with those people and those people who bring you negative emotions, those people who bring you down become so unbearable. They become so unbearable that you just can't have them in your life. If you've ever wondered, oh, but, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm such a nice person. I just don't want to get used. Stop focusing on the getting used. You're just, you're aligning with those negative people when you focus on, I'm a nice person. Great, that's it. Don't need to qualify it. I'm just a nice person. Focus on that. I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person. How good 
does that feel just to know you're a nice person? And when you feel that, what happens is, is you line up, you meet people who are also nice people. Angry people meet angry people. People who feel used will meet people who are going to use them. People who rip other people off will meet other people who rip people off. There are dimensions. There are multiple fucking dimensions that exist in this world that we live in. They are emotional dimensions. And it's like the happy people just can't see the happy people. If you've ever wondered the whole thing of, oh, oh, I, I once, okay. I, when my business was taking off, I had the I had the option of paying rent or I had the option of buying some stupidly expensive Gucci glasses. And what I what I decided to do was I decided to because I wanted to be richer, so I did, I decided to do I was decided to buy these sunglasses that was the same price as my rent. Now I go there I go there, I get a butler, and I talk about my business, and it's really nice, and it's really nice because they really make you feel special, and it was that point in time where I bought these glasses, I realized that when you go to Gucci, you're not buying a fucking pair of sunglasses, you're buying feeling special, that's why they're such a high price, but later on, I'm talking to a friend, talking to a friend, I bought these glasses, the friend goes, well, that's why the rich are getting richer. And I go, exactly. Yeah, of course you'd be rich if such nice people are around you. And I go, exactly. Then why not be around those nice people? Why not, in fact, be one of those nice people to yourself? Because then the people that you get in your life are a reflection of that. They become reflections of your own positive self-talk your own love towards yourself. This is that tried and tested cliche of the fucking universe that everyone talks about. You gotta love yourself first. And I've made it. I made I made a program called the 7 Day Self-Love Course. And I originally made that program to fucking crack people open, to help like the fucking floodgates of their emotions come in. But I've really learned since then that self-love Self-love, I've added to it. That course was great, but we've added to it. And I'm thinking about making a part two. But we've added to that course in my mind, in my heart, in my soul to share to you that self-love is just truly not not just appreciating, not just appreciating the good and the bad, the love, the joy, the everything in your moment, but... To think about yourself the same way you would think about someone else. To love yourself the same way you can love someone else. Because as we started this podcast with, if humans are like books, then what you say about yourself is your story. And more importantly, and I've, I've the next next week's YouTube video. So coming Wednesday, there's going to be a, a video on attraction, which goes into this much detail, a lot more detail. And I really recommend you listen to this because it's really how to make yourself super, super fucking attractive. Sorry about the, the noise. Um, but it, it's a great way. It's really good video for you guys to watch and listen to. But just to give you a quick little thing here, if 
if we look at art and we are transported to the fucking consciousness of the uh, of the person who created the art form, you know, it's like their their art is expressed in a painting, sculpture, whatever. It's what they were thinking. Their fucking neural networks translated to another form, and we observe it and are observing their inner workings through their art form. You can then disclose that in the same way a person reads a story and is transported through an emotional journey, that when people look at you, they look at you, your art, you, your body is a manifestation of your art, your mindsets, that they look at you and if you are attracted to yourself, you'll start to customize, you'll start to feel, you'll start to relax, you'll start to express in ways that are attractive. And other people will read you like they do a book and experience the story that is your life. And if they want that, they'll feel that, they'll want that in part of, they'll want that, they'll want you. That's attraction. Attraction is the story you tell about yourself. Do you feel that you are attractive? And you might say yes, you might say no. But frankly, regardless, that's something to focus on. Look in the mirror. Talk to yourself. Damn, you are good looking. Sounds cliche, but say it until you believe it. Say it until you believe it. Because when you do, other people will. You'll create opportunities. You'll create Life in yourself that other people will want to be a part of. You'll create what we call presence. Now, I use the word presence in the same way Eckhart Tolle uses presence. He uses presence like it's a consciousness currency poured into something. And in the same way you pour presence into who you are, that's a, like people can feel that. Art with presence with consciousness poured into it, with accumulated currency, is this thing that people just can't help but be drawn to, to be captivated by. I once, for example, was in the middle of a bar with only one other person I knew, and I started talking about what I did. You better believe a lot of people around me started turning their heads and listening to me. And it was that moment I realized, doesn't matter what you look like, all that matters. And it was not even then I realized, I've always realized this, but it just hammered that home. Doesn't matter what you look like. Doesn't matter what you do with yourself. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the account. All that matters is what you feel, your inner love, what you feel about yourself. Because when you feel it, other people feel it too. When you feel you are worth money, other people will find ways to give you money and you might start a business just to, to, as a part of that, as an expression of your inner richness. When you feel that you deserve love, not even that you feel you deserve love, that you are love, that you are attractive, that you are an expression of it, it cannot, you, it just, you cannot be in a position where it does not come to you. So, look, as your resident seeker of love, as your resident 
human being that dedicates themselves to this bizarre thing of reality. It's come very aware to me that I, I as, a, as a thing that I do in order to learn, because I love learning, I think it's one of the best addictions you can have, is that I, th- I often throw myself under the bus. You know, I test mindsets. I test emotions. Everything I do is a test of a mindset or an emotion. And I do not give someone a vibration, especially when I'm coaching them. I do not give them a vibration that I have not gone through, tested, experienced myself. And that's why I speak with such passion because I know fucking all the intricate details of it. And recently in the last things I've been talking about momentum. And momentum is a good foundation, focusing on momentum, focusing on momentum. In fact, you know, I go for three runs a day because they're my momentum runs. But I wanted more. I wanted a mindset, and I'm going to give you this. I wanted a mindset, an idea, a thing to remind yourself on that is so indestructible, that's so undefeatable, That when you're in a negative spiral, you can practice it and you can bring yourself out of it like that. It's so undefeatable that if if this was the fucking core idea, like, it's like my business would be boring. This this would be boring if I just talked about this all the time. (laughs) Because it would just be the one thing. But it's the one thing. It's the fucking foundation. The, the, the earth in which we dig up the ground to build a building. That, what I find is, there are two states that people live in. Two states. Just two motherfucking states. It's coping, and it's thriving. Some people call it abundance and lack, and that's what I've often referred to it in the past. Coping and thriving. Let's talk about that. When you're in thriving, you're creating, you're doing, you're in like a God mode, you're expressing. There is nothing that you can say or do that just does not seem to work. You're on fire, you're doing the right things, you're, ex- you're connecting with the right people. You're saying the right things. You're talking to that special someone. You're in a thriving mode. And then there's the other side. There's coping. Something knocks us off our horse. Something knocks us off our horse and we get on the floor. We go, why? How do I get back on? I wish to get back to how I used to be. This is what I find is the emotional state of negative negative thoughts. Is that coping stage. You go, oh, but I couldn't, you know. So at least, uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm so positive I can't fucking make fun of it even. I'm like, my, my thing was like, at least I'm not dead. Like, you know, that's my... <laughs> That's still a positive thought. But you know when you're in a... Have you, a lot of people have experienced what it's like to be in a coping stage where something happens and you just feel like you're not in the right place or you're, you're something's wrong with you or the situation or you... At the very least, some people are like, well, I just got to get out of bed now. You know, something's wrong with me. I just got to get out of bed. Tony Robbins, I've often joked about what he says is goes, people just should all over themselves. You should, 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 you know. But... I wanted a way to transport people with a snap of your fingers, like Thanos, but only good. A way to just snap your fingers and get you out of coping and into thriving. Now, in the past, and if, if there's a program I'm currently recording where I refer to this as the step ladder of emotion. That at the top of the ladder is the desired result, the outcome, the expression, the state of being. 
And often you find is there's a stepladder along the way. If you want love, maybe you need to be appreciative. Maybe you need to be joyous along the way. And often what I find is when people get thrown off, because as they climb up the ladder, they get up the ladder to where they want to go, they will, they'll miss a step. You know, they'll miss a step, they'll miss an emotional thing. They're driving the car, they hit a tree, for example, you know? And so we get thrown off and we get thrown off from thriving, which is climbing the ladder, climbing the emotional ladder, getting the relationship to work, for example, the business, the the health, the whatever. And we fall off and we fall off and we hit the ground and now we're suddenly in a coping mechanism because we want to be back to where we were. We want to be up those vibrational levels, but we're not because something hit us. Maybe it was a thought, maybe it was a mindset, maybe it was a result, an action that we didn't want. And so it throws us off. And so what I wanted was a way to get us back on that ladder, back climbing up that ladder as quickly and as easily as possible. And I wanted to anchor it to something real, something tangible in our world. And I believe this is what all, all fucking Buddhists talk about. It's what every meditation talks about. It's breath. So feel with me now. Just feel it with me now. That no matter what happens, you've still got your breath. No matter what happens, you're still alive. You're still breathing. But some would say, but is that really living? Well, yes. Because you're not dead. And if you were dead, you wouldn't be breathing. But I'm not thriving. But you are. You discount it. You're discounting that the very essence of life is breath, inspiration, expiration. Inhalation, exhalation, for new ideas to come in, there must be the removal of old. And you are still breathing. You are still partaking. You are still in it. You were never out of it. You are still moving forward. You were never not. You are always in momentum. You are always moving as fast as you can up that ladder. Up your emotional states. Up to that relationship. You are always moving that way. Always, non-stop. That's momentum. That, in my mind, negative momentum moving away from something that you want does not exist. Because even in those negative states, sometimes we have to try the things that we don't like to realize what we do like. And so, when we think about this back to thriving state, back to good feeling, back to abundance, back to just being in the flow. You can feel it now. What is it like to be in a flow? The momentum. You're not even thinking. You're going moment to moment to moment to moment to momentum, momentum, momentum. I wish I could blend the words moment to moment with momentum, momentum, but it's so similar. I'm so close to making a joke about it. It's insane. But breath is it. Breath are the words in which we write our story. With every breath you take, you can be thankful that you're alive. You can be thankful that you still get a chance to play in this universe. That you get a chance to love, a chance to create, 
chance to express, a chance to meet, a chance to work, a chance to be exhausted, a chance to feel. That even in those darker places, you might say, but it hurts, but you are feeling something. And isn't feeling something better than just being dead, dead to the world? Numb? You can still feel the breath go in and out of you. And I feel this state is so, this reminder, this belief, this idea is so rock solid. You could be lying in your deathbed and still be thankful that you are breathing. So I want you to practice this till our next podcast in all areas of life. You know what lack feels like. You know what coping feels like. And you also simultaneously know what thriving and abundance feels like. And when you're not in that thriving abundance state, when you're not in it, when you're back to coping, when you're back to, when you're back to fucking lack, when you're back to that negative thought, just notice the fact that you are breathing. Practice it. Just notice that. At least for the rest of the day. I'm breathing. Isn't that great? Because if you can drop a single sand of, or drop of water in the bucket that is that good feeling, pretty soon the tidal wave comes crashing through. This is not, and I've said this before in one of my YouTube videos, this is not, and I said this to my clients as well, this is not a thing of glass half full, glass half empty. This is not some blowing, blowing some smoke up your fucking ass. This is none of that bullshit. What this is, is just watching the water drip into that glass. One by one, 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 by one. Until that glass is so overflowing that it creates, manifests, pours over, spills into the real world. Let feeling good be enough for now. Because if you let that be enough... Let just feeling good be enough. When you let that feel good enough, pretty soon that starts to spread. But if you say, but I'm not getting the relationship. Why do I listen to these goddamn podcasts? You're suddenly emptying the glass again. You've fallen off the ladder. You've crashed your car. And it takes time for you to build it up. So you might as well pay attention to every little drip. Every drip, drip, drip. Filling up that glass with those good feelings. Because if humans are like books, and what you stay, say is the story of your life, and what you say about yourself is the story of your life, well, it better be a good one. Because <laughs> it's too short. It's too short. It's too short for for you to waste it. Last year, a girl I grew up with, who was two years younger than me, passed away. We grew up together, went to different like, we weren't that close. It was just one of those people that. You grew up with and you just thought would be around 
because they were always around. You were a child and they were a child. They were there. Just basically family. I have a big family. And when I walked up to the coffin, to see her, see her mother crying, everyone crying, it's like time. Time's the only thing we have. It's the universal... It's the, it's the thing that binds us. There's no difference between you and me. There's no difference between people, celebrities, rich, poor, happy, sad. We all have time. So wouldn't it make sense that you just use it in the way that you want? And so that's one of the biggest reasons why I do what I do. I just want to save people time. If you give me... Look, what, what we've been doing this for, what, like 20, almost 30 minutes now. This can save you years for 30 minutes. So be thankful you still have breath. Because every breath is one less breath. So this has been the Honest Modern Dating Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. If you did like this podcast and you are listening on this too on a place where you can leave a review, please leave a review. I'd love it. If you're listening to this on my website, make sure to share this with everyone you know. And if you're listening to this and you hated it, make sure to share this with every person you hate. If you want to work with me one-on-one, go to www.loveonmyterms.com. Help, let me save you time. Let's get some clarity. Let's get some fucking superpowers in love. If you want to try that seven-day self-love course that I mentioned that will crack open the fucking uh, floodgates of your emotion, that's www.7dayselflovecourse.com. That's only $7. If you don't have $7 for self-love, I don't know what's going on. And for more articles, more podcasts, more of me, go to www.gethimhooked.com. Thank you so much. This has been one of those podcasts that even I'm going to listen to over and over again. So thank you so much, and I really enjoyed doing this as much as you've enjoyed listening to it. Thank you.